Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 7 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, that is Eagles football of course, and I'm your host Rachelle Prevett, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. There is a lot to unpack from day 3 of the 2021 NFL Draft. The Eagles secured six guys in rounds four through seven, and overall, not bad picks. The Eagles added some more necessary pieces to the roster, filling in some of those holes, and starting early in the fourth round, they were able to add to their secondary. With the 123rd pick, the Eagles selected Texas Tech cornerback Zach McPherson. A quick and explosive player, he transferred from Penn State to Texas Tech and there's a strong possibility that he may start as a rookie because of the Eagles' lack of cornerback depth. Andy Weidel expressed how they liked his versatility, his ability to play outside, his ability to play inside, his ball skills, football intelligence, and the fact that he's a team captain. With the 150th pick in the fifth round, the Eagles selected Memphis running back Kenneth Gainwell, and he actually prefers to go by Kenny. Kenny grew up as an Eagles fan, and he said he was a fan of Mike Vick and Donovan McNabb. Fun fact, he's actually cousins with Fletcher Cox, so that's pretty cool, and he'll be a complimentary backup to Mouse Sanders. He's a guy that the Eagles really, really liked, even though he opted out of the season this year. In 2019, he rushed for over 1,400 yards, and he had over 600 yards receiving. With the 189th pick, the Eagles selected USC defensive tackle Marlon Tuipilotu. So this six-round pick is going to be a rotational guy on the roster. He is the Eagles' second interior defensive lineman that was added in this year's draft after they took Milton Williams in day two. Another sixth-round pick at number 191, the Eagles selected Coastal Carolina defensive end Teron Jackson. So a much smaller school that he's coming from. The Ed Dresser is also another team captain, which you've been seeing a lot uh, with the Eagles picks. So clearly they like that leadership ability and he's a possible diamond in the rough. With the 224th pick, the Eagles selected LSU linebacker Jacoby Stevens. He was announced as a safety, but he's going to be listed as a linebacker. In fun fact, he began... Uh, his college football career as a wide receiver. Andy Weidel talked about how they're super excited to have him because he's very productive. He's a very productive blitzer. He's a very productive tackler. He's tough and he's extremely physical. And lastly, with the 234th pick, the Eagles selected Tulane linebacker Patrick Johnson. He was announced as a defensive end, but the Eagles are going to list him as a linebacker as well. So another defender for Jonathan Gannon to work with. Now on a quick look into the seven undrafted free agents who reportedly signed with the Eagles. Buffalo offensive guard, Kau, I've also seen it pronounced Coyote Awashika. Nebraska tight end, Jack Stroll. Indiana center, Harry Kreider. Iowa State defensive end, Jaquan Bailey, Georgia quarterback, Jamie Newman, Texas A&M wide receiver, Jamon Osbin, and Florida wide receiver, Trayvon Grimes. Of the undrafted free agent class, the one who I've been seeing get the most buzz has been Georgia quarterback, Jamie Newman, so he'll be joining Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. 
Prior to the draft, there were reports that Zach Ertz would be traded before the draft was over. Well, the draft is over and he's still on the roster. So it looks like the 31-year-old tight end is staying in Philly until further notice. The team could potentially save $8.5 million if they cut or trade him after June 1st and just under $5 million if they do so before that. Howie Roseman was asked about Hertz plenty of times during the day three presser, and here's what he had to say. Well, Zach's a really good player and a really good person. And, um, you know, he's under contract to the Eagles. And at the same time, we have a lot of respect for him and uh, what kind of player he is and what he's done for our team. But this isn't a guy like in the twilight of his career. This is a guy that's still in his prime and that a year ago at this time, everyone was talking about, you know, where he ranked uh, with the top tight ends in the league. And so, um, we feel really good about the kind of player he is, and um, you know we got to do what's best for our team as well. And um, again, you know, like um, we have a lot of respect for him, um, and you know, he'll continue to remain a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. And if something changes, you know, we'll update you guys. Yeah, I think we're we're always going to try to do what's best for the Philadelphia Eagles, and we balance that also with our relationships with players that we care about. Um, but that's again, you know, like we started this conversation talking about, our responsibility is to do what's best for the team, and, and that's what it's about. Um, so I, I think when you're talking about this specific situation, that's not really, you know, the consideration. Uh, we think Zach's a good player and a good person, and um, he's under contract. That is going to be all on episode seven of Above the Nest with Rachel. Like always, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And to keep up with all things Eagles, follow us on Twitter at Bleeding Green and at BGN underscore radio. I can also be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Monique. That's R-A-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. Thank you so much for listening and we out. B-G-N.